John, are we live? We are live, sir. John, welcome to Wheelhouse. This is our 10th episode. John, that's pretty cool because the next number changeover from two digits is 100. So if we can make it 90 more, we'll be there. We will. We will indeed. We got a kick butt show today. I cannot wait to talk to these two guests. We got Trevor from the uh, Chicago Helicopter Experience, which is the coolest thing in the business background behind it is even cooler so we're going to talk to him in a in a second here we got jamie z back on again but as always john has cool shout outs i have no shout outs again this week so john can they see you i think, I think they can see you now give them your cool shout outs all right all right actually i have a few look at that and i have none still <laughs> people like you it's okay uh so the first one the first shout out goes to my mom uh, her birthday is tomorrow. It's the craziest thing, Mo, because, um, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. A <laughs> little, mom, little bit. My, my mom, though, uh, somehow, I want to make sure that I'm on, is uh, turning 29. Again, she's been turning 29. She's got it down pat. She's doing great. Uh, so happy birthday, Mom. And I'll see you over the weekend. And secondly, I know we talked last week. We talked uh, about Maggie's dad. Uh, he had a pavilion. I'm going to pull up a video that I did. I saw, I saw some of the photos and videos of you guys there. It was awesome. Right. Very, right, very right. cool. I'm going to put this on. And on the screen, people are seeing. I couldn't believe how many people came out for this. The weather was terrible, but there were so many people from the neighborhood. Handshakes, hugs. He gave a great speech. The mayor of Willowbrook came out and just gave a wonderful speech about Doug. Uh, the pavilion itself is beautiful. The park itself is beautiful. Um, and it's got his name right on there. So it's going to live from, from now until the end of days. Everybody's going to know the, the work that this gentleman's done. So it's really, really cool. Congratulations, Doug. Um, and I think that's really about it as far as the, the shout-outs. Uh, how was your weekend, sir? It was good. It was quiet. I worked a little bit. Um, in real estate, weekends aren't really weekends. We're just stuck working. My basement flooded, which... Stunk. No. I slipped and ate shit in the basement trying to clean it up. <laughs> I thought I broke my arm. I was laying there like just helpless. I was like, I think I broke my arm. Luckily, I didn't. But uh, yeah, that was my weekend. It wasn't so bad other than the flood. It doesn't sound that great. No, you know what it is. It's I've got to the point of being a homeowner now. I don't want to scare people into not buying homes. But homes. that stuff, it, it shit happens. I mean, it was a pretty bad rainstorm and I got a little bit of water. The falling wasn't the best part, but what no, can you do? No, you're right now, though. Well, happy birthday to your mom, and um, congratulations to Maggie's dad. I saw the stuff from this weekend. That's really cool. The fact that he's um, uh, given so much of his life to donating time and charitable work, I mean, kudos to him. So he, during, he deserves it. the speech uh, the mayor gave, I didn't realize how, how long he had been doing all this work for the community. 40 years wow. he's been on the park board, longest standing uh, park board member, and just uh, nonstop nonstop so oh congratulations to him i'm gonna get to our first guest i I, we spoke yesterday on the phone and it was pretty cool i I joke and a lot of people who are watching who are my buddies on facebook and stuff see me all the time there's an ongoing joke that i'm always stuck in traffic so there's all these facebook pictures i have of me stuck in traffic and i always have the tagline i wish i had a helicopter this guy Sat in traffic and then said, I wish I had a helicopter, but he's that much cooler than me because he actually went out and got a helicopter. I haven't done that yet. So now I got to scrape together some dough so I can go get a helicopter or I got to charter a helicopter through them from now on. Um, Trevor, thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Um, Tell everybody um, what Chicago Helicopter Experience is and how it started because it's a fascinating story. Sure. So what Chicago Helicopter Experience is, is uh, a epic, unique way to experience the city of Chicago. Do it from a helicopter and you fly across uh, the skyline, taking in the views, uh, whether it's day or night. Um, very Each one's a unique experience. And uh, we are... Um, really focus on the experience as a whole. Um, so it's pretty unique, fun, uh, exhilarating time with us. Uh, and how it started was really very organically. Uh, as you just mentioned, uh, it, it really started 
out of a need, and I was I was uh, traveling from the city to uh, to a northern suburb, and the drive was taking way too long, and so uh, I ended up taking flight lessons and got a helicopter, and um, ended up. Uh, in that process, just learning so much about the helicopter industry or lack thereof in Chicago. There was no helicopters at all, nowhere to land in the city, no helicopter access, nothing. So um, saw a natural void in the market and uh, and then it just from there sort of started organically to manifest uh, itself into what it is today. There's a lot of work and hoops and things in between then and now. I can imagine. But, uh, but that's where the idea kind of came from and how it started. That's crazy because we talk to a lot of business owners on here and they're like, yeah, you know, we haven't had a sandwich shop owner, but take that for example. You know, I had a passion for it and I opened a sandwich shop. I can't imagine how many loops and hoops you had to jump through to be able to actually get to the point that you can fly and land helicopters around Chicago, especially post 9-11, being able <laughs> yeah. to fly an airplane near a city. It, uh Fortunately, when I started, I was 26 and I just had no clue because if I did, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I would have done it. So uh, I was very fortunate in that sense. Um, all I knew is that it made sense and that I could do it. So I just started doing it. And I always tell people that I, I didn't know I couldn't build a heliport. So, so I did. <laughs> I was really that simple. Um, now, looking back in hindsight, yeah, it was... Um, it was a very big undertaking, you know, j just to be able to have an FA registered company that can fly people for hire is a whole process in itself. Um, to be able to get the aircraft and the pilots and the mechanics and that whole world is something totally separate from acquiring land and zoning and PD approval and city, everything just to get the land approved to be it, let alone then the construction of it, the 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 regulations involved from a city, state, and federal level for it to be approved as an airport. That's what it is, an airport. Um, it, it was a lot. It was a lot of different things. So, I, uh, you know, I. Some people are like, one of the biggest things is, it would make sense that you go to approach the city, say, "Here's what I want to do." They say yes, and then you go do it. Well, right. that was not the case at all. I had to go buy the five acres uh, in downtown Chicago. And then spend two years trying to get it approved with my fingers crossed. So if it didn't get approved, it's you know, crazy. you have this land, you're carrying the cost of it. And then you had to do construction for another year. And then, so it, it, it took a lot of time, money, sacrifice, and uh, commitment to see it through. Yeah. Um, but like I said, in the moment when you're going through it, you're just come to the next obstacle and figure out how to overcome that. And you don't see the 700 behind it. So you just right. take it one at a time and... And over a matter of, I'm in our seventh year now, and we are, we are, we are just seven years later, just literally starting, like uh, today, I actually like thought about my business. Like, how can I get more customers? Yeah. Like, that's never even been part of my life yeah. for seven years. It's been about, I got to get this paperwork over and this filed and, you know, red tape and logistics and finances and so it's been actually really nice lately to actually uh, come to work and think about how to grow the business. That's so cool. I, for those of you who are just opening an LLC and worried about filing the LLC and then opening your bank accounts and starting, this is sometimes what it takes to be successful as a business owner. It's insane that, like you said, it's been seven years of you grinding through things, not knowing that there's going to be a hundred obstacles behind it. But we talk, we've talked to a couple successful business owners here um, in the last 10 episodes and literally the same common theme pops up that they have to go from hardship or failure to another hardship to another hardship to another hardship. I think what separates people like you who are obviously successful to people who quit is they get to a certain threshold of hardships and they're like, I'm done. I'm not going to do it anymore. But yeah. you, I, I can't even imagine um, even being a business owner going through all of what you just went through. Um, and you have a heliport now. So what's the hell? So what did you have to do with the heliport? So um, I would, you know, I would fly around. I used to fly from where I where I flew and had my helicopter was south of the city in Lansing. Okay. And I would fly north to our farm. And so I'd fly by the city. So as people would fly with me, they'd see it from there. And everyone thought it was cool and people started asking to go for rides and I'm like, Oh man, you know, there's, this doesn't exist here. I should do it. Assuming that there was a heliport in places to land. 
then as I started looking to that, realizing, wait, there's nowhere you can land. Well, that's stupid. Every other city has it. So I'll build a heliport. And that's how it kind of organically started to happen. Um, but the site itself, I used to fly around myself and just look for places I think I could get into, like with the helicopter I could land at in the city. And I found this uh, site along the river. And I was like, it was like big enough. I had clear approaches. It was protected by... Uh, the airspace was protected because it's along the highway and the railroad tracks in the river. So you're not going to put a high rise on the river or something. So right. um, private airports don't have airspace protection. So like you can't put a high rise in front of O'Hare. Right. Uh, but, you know, so there's a lot of even little detail you had to learn, figure out so you don't screw yourself. Yeah. So we uh, so after that happened, I drove up and it was for sale. And um, then I had to figure out how to get it under contract without, you know, basically anything you need to get something under contract yeah. money the name it was owned by a very big conglomerate and if i said hey i'm 25 i'm gonna build a heliport they <laughs> they laughed at me so everything from day one was a chess match i had to develop llc's and put it under contract through other names posing as a warehouse manufacturer and all sorts of games to achieve the end goal so i always tell people it was very much a chess match i never went out and said here's what i'm going to do i would figure out what I needed to do to get to where I wanted to be, which was very different than like a straight line approach, um, which would have never worked, whether it was city approvals or uh, even acquiring the land in that sense. So it was, uh, it was a big approach. So I I ended up, I have five acres now. Uh, We have 800 feet of river frontage on the South branch of the Chicago river. So um, we're right at uh, Halstead and Archer. We have the Halstead orange line stop. We're a few blocks away from McCormick place. Um, Really good location and uh clear flight pass in and out and uh the first step was to it was a sort of an abandoned vacant lot bunch of trees and power lines and things so we had to get it cleared off to uh put the basics down which is the fuel tanks the the concrete landing areas and some structures to process customers in very basic to get us going um and in doing so uh start proving the business model and the concept um developing the business processes, the efficiencies necessary to be successful, uh, the relationships, partnerships, uh, earning the city's trust, lots of work. So the first three years, we're in our fourth summer now from downtown. I started the company flying out of Chicago Executive Airport on the north side. Yeah, really. And while I was out there for about three years, I was going through the city approval process. And then once that was done, moved to the city. This is our fourth summer now in the city. And, and like I said, this is the first summer that that it's been about the business. That's when, so when we cool. first opened in those first three years were, uh, you know, appeasing all the parties that be and, you know, whether it was the local community or politics or FAA or state of Illinois or, you know, to everything to the environmental issues being on the river, all sorts of stuff. So, um, so, kind of been through that gauntlet now and everyone now realizes that we're not destroying anyone's lives <laughs> yeah. and we don't have any complaints and oh, this actually isn't such a horrible thing. And yeah. so, which has been a relief and, and now it gives me a little more time to spend on uh, our experience and sharing the product with the world and, and getting people down there to experience it. So it's such a cool experience and I've never been in a helicopter. I like co- cars. I race cars. So I think flying, I, we, we talked off the air would be kind of the next progression for me. What I thought was so cool was what you just alluded to. And we spoke about yesterday was how you were looking for places to land a helicopter. I never knew that you could actually just land a helicopter within certain guidelines, but relatively unrestricted. Compared to what I think yeah. most people think the restrictions I was surprised, would be. too. And people everyone I talk to so surprised. Yeah, it, generally speaking, you can land anywhere in, uh, at least in Illinois, Michigan, Wascansin, Indiana, with, uh, with a property owner's permission. So wow. um, within the city limits of Chicago, you can't. So okay. my place is the place you can land. Um, but when you get into anywhere else in the state, and that's why we have to deal with the state of Illinois, you know, even though we're in Chicago, the state ultimately has its own rules. So um, we have an approved heliport. So it's an airport. However, any property owner has the right to let us land in their backyard if it's big enough and it's safe. I have an can acre. Can, can yeah. we land so in we, And yard? we do that. We pick people up, right? Literally, we'll land in their front yard and they'll get in and get out of town. for dinner. And I myself have flown and land in friends, uh, relatives, uh, backyards, had dinner and flown back to the city. So. I'm not kidding you. I am landing a plane <laughs> in my backyard. Yeah, it's uh, 
it used to be that way. And then as the business got bigger and bigger and bigger, I haven't flown in like six months now yeah. and I seem to never be able to fly, but, uh, no, it is cool. And those are, so those are some of the special experiences. So we do tours yeah. and we have a lot of unique experiences that we offer, uh, on that side of things, charters and, and landing in some pretty special places, a lot of golf courses, a lot of homes. So, um, tell me about kind of the passion of flying. Cause did you start with helicopters or were you airplane then helicopters always helicopters my my okay. mission was to be able to fly from downtown to my family farm and so i i had a very specific kind of uh approach and outlook to what i wanted to achieve so i got a, a helicopter i could take flight lessons in and then be able to fly myself to the farm and and that was going to be a rich commodities trader and have my own helicopter that was the plan pretty cool uh but that didn't work as planned so we uh and then in flying like we talked about everything organic started happening but the flying part was really um challenging it was it was very hard to be good at it yeah so that was one of the hooks because i have to be like Good, the best at anything I try to do. So yeah. uh, I went for an intro ride and it was like impossible. And I was like, I got to figure this out. And then it's really, uh, it's really, really unique because you can really explore with a helicopter. You can go fly, you know, and see things and go on adventures and, and do stuff that you can't really do with a plane. I mean, you're yeah. flying eight, 500, a thousand feet off the ground, seeing everything and, it's just like you take yourself on an adventure. So that was really cool. And I was unique that I, I, I had our family farm and some family members that live in Wisconsin and, and some things. So I had some places to go, you yeah. know, places to go explore. Um, so that part was really fun. And then, uh, it also was very uh, like freeing. You yeah. get up in the air. There's no traffic. There's yeah. no like nothing to bound you by. You just I'm gonna go over there. Okay. Yeah. You know, like I want to look at that. You circle and look at that. So it was so really cool. fun. Um, you 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 kind of look like him, but you probably <laughs> now for sure get the Christian Gray thing all it, the time. It has happened. I, I didn't even know what it was. Lots of lots of girls, women in particular, <laughs> would would ask me, and I was like, I don't know what this is. Uh, but now I've at least been educated enough to know that it's. They probably <laughs> thought you were bullshitting them because they're probably like you look like him and you're like so what do you do i uh i fly helicopters and they're like no you don't i really didn't understand what it was so now yeah. and i have a slight idea so i've never seen any of these movies or anything but i uh i have a slight idea of this situation i had not until the last six months and then six the last six months i've seen all of them and uh yeah i, I get why they uh call you him now well um so the race car driver in me needs to know this. What's the real difficult part of flying a helicopter versus an airplane? Is there, sure. is there something that makes it tougher? Uh, yes. Yes. So two things, one really easy way to explain what it's like, which I'll, I'll tell you in a second. Um, but when you're flying a helicopter, uh, and one of the reasons why it's freeing is because you can't be distracted. So you have both feet on pedals to control the tail rotor. You have your left hand, on the collective, which controls the power and the pitch of the rotor blades. And you have your right hand on the cyclic, which controls the direction you fly in. And you have to move all three in coordination to achieve the effect you want. So point is you can't like reach over and like check your phone or oh, I'm lost. Let me go look up where that airport is or your hands are on the controls the whole time. So flight planning and being prepared, very important when you're flying a helicopter and, uh, and it doesn't allow you to be distracted. You know, you right. can't look away or not focus. So, and for me, that's hard. I have a lot going on in my life. So to find moments where my brain isn't actually thinking about a hundred things, it's very rare. So, uh, so you have to be very focused, very prepared and an airplane, you could hit autopilot go. and take a nap, yeah. you know, you don't have to do anything. So, um, very different in that sense. Uh, but the real challenge, um, the aerodynamics of an airplane are such that, if you were to let go of the plane, it will fly and level itself. So imagine having a big bowl and you take a marble and you drop the marble in the bowl. It's going to go like this and settle in the middle. Right. That's like a plane. It'll, it'll settle. Uh, now take that same bowl and turn it upside down and put the marble on the top of the bowl. And you got to move the bowl to keep the marble at the top. Yeah, That's the what flying a helicopter is like. It wants to roll off and you're, you're constantly adjusting to to be in a hover or you know do what you want to do so it takes you have to be coordinated um you know and certainly be able to 
move all your body parts in different directions. Yeah. So, uh, and that was the challenge when I went to fly, you know, hovering is very hard. And that was the challenge that it was like, I suck at this. Like yeah. I got to figure out how to do this better. So how long did it take until you started to get comfortable? It was like a good two to three weeks before I could like, Oh, that's oh, not that bad. I, well, trust me, that doesn't sound bad, but like that's hours and hours yeah. in the aircraft until, uh, until the instructor would like not be on like super alert with, you know, grabbing the controls from me. That's gotta be. So being the instructor has to be frightening. Oh, so I yeah. sit sometimes as an instructor in a race car in the right seat. And it's frightening because I can't really control what the person's doing, but it's in a car, it's on the ground and it's not just losing balance. I can't imagine being a flight instructor in a helicopter. It is. I would not want to do it. It's funny. You ask that question. Cause I, Flew with some buddies of mine, actually, and my flight instructor uh, down to the Indy 500 a few years ago. We yeah. landed there and went to the Indy 500. And then when we were flying back, you know, we'd flown down there. And it was the first time, I think pretty much all of them had been in the aircraft or, like, seen it. Um, and then flying back, you know, my friend Dan, at the t- he, he said, well, you just you just hold your hands there. Like, this doesn't look hard. I could do it. I'm yeah. like, okay. So we went to the airport and we landed and I jumped out and he got in the pilot seat and we put the, the dual controls in. So the instructor was there instructing with them. And, uh, he, they went out and hovered over the field and the instructor gave him the pedals. So just move your feet and, you know, side to side is like, okay. And then the collective. So he gave them each one individually yeah. to achieve the motion. No problem. Then he gave them all three at once and the helicopters <laughs> all over the place. And like the, he had to grab it and land and Dan comes out white as a ghost, like freaking wow. out. So it is, it is hard, but it's fun. So I always tell people that flying a helicopter is a lot of fun. Yeah. You have a lot of fun with it. You can explore, you, you're, you're looking out at everything you're flying around. Uh, an airplane, in my opinion, is a little more boring. Yeah. Um, so for me, a helicopter is the way to go and I want to fly it. If I'm going somewhere far, let someone else fly it. I'll sit in back and relax. I got to scrape some pennies together. I am really wanting a helicopter. If, you, if anyone gets a chance, just going to do an intro ride is worth yeah. it. Um, I think when I did my intro, it was like $150. Okay. And you know, and that's why I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go try this. And it was actually my birthday. Uh, and I woke up and it was a Sunday morning and I was like, oh, this is gonna be my birthday present. So I drove yeah. down and tried it and that was it. So Where did you go to try it? Uh, at the time I went to a flight school called Sun Arrow, which was at Lansing airport okay. in Lansing, Illinois. I don't know that they're still there. Um, flight schools are, are rare in Chicago for helicopters just because there aren't any. It's not yeah. a popular thing here. So well, before I do that, I'm going to come take some of your tours. Yes. Um, how many, we got some questions and sure. by the way, those of you who are watching, if you have any questions for Trevor and then Jamie, feel free to ask them. Maggie's asking, or she said, seriously, how this is, that is so cool. How many people can you take out on your helicopters? Sure. So our aircraft carries six passengers. Um, we go out and we fly the shoreline from basically McCormick place up to Wrigley field. Okay. That stretch would take about three and a half minutes to, okay. to do if you were flying at full speed. So we dial it way back and kind of fly as slow as we actually can. Uh, and it's about 15 minutes that you're over the city and, uh, with six passengers and one pilot. So there's seven total in there, but six passengers. Okay, cool. And when we spoke off air, you said you can kind of customize different things too for, for events and we have our tours, um, and we do day tours and night tours. Okay. Day tour is, uh, a bit more, it's a, it's a live narrated tour by the pilot. Okay. Day tour is a bit more focused on landmarks and seeing the city and, and, uh, still a very fun experience. Nighttime is a bit of a different experience. The city's all lit up. It's really just beautiful. It's a yeah. lot of dates and date night sort of uh, kind of vibe to it. Proposals. Proposals. Uh, yeah. It really is. I love going up at night. Every chance I get, I still try to jump up and go on a tour because it's just like it never gets old. The city's always changing. Yeah. Buildings are lit up different colors. They're writing things on the buildings. Like it's it's always unique. So that's our most popular tour. We'll book out two aircraft, three aircraft at night before anything else. So that's, uh, that's cool. really fun. But then we do a lot of, uh, what we call experience packages and we'll basically, uh, we have a bunch of set ones or sometimes people will call in with a particular thing in mind they'd like to do. And we figure out how to facilitate it. Uh, and that's something we specialize in. So whether it's, 
golfing and you want to take some clients and head to a golf course that you would otherwise never be able to do in an afternoon because of traffic and the drive time, we, we facilitate that. Uh, we do some unique boat packages on the river where you take a boat with some friends and have some drinks and some fun and go on a helicopter tour, uh, wedding fly-ins, proposals. Um, we have vineyard tours. I mean, you name something, we, we've put it together. Awesome. I got a buddy of mine, Sean. He goes, how much is a helicopter asking for a friend? Sean could probably buy a helicopter. He's so rich. Um, and actually, Sean just got a uh, golf club me- or a country club membership and he just took up golfing. So, Sean, the only way I'll come golfing with you is if yeah. you, you go. charter something through them <laughs> to make me land at your golf course in his helicopter. Yeah, we, uh, we do a lot of golf course work in the summer. That's probably our most popular charter. Really? Um, yeah, we have some unique packages. We have a really okay. cool package that is with Lost Dunes. I don't know if any of you golfers, anyone listening, but it's a really exclusive unique club in Bridgman, Michigan. So okay. we fly you up there, you golf, you come back, it's a whole set package. Um, so that's something we offer, but we go, we pretty much fly into any country club yeah. in the Chicagoland area. Uh, as far as how much a helicopter costs, you can spend all your money on aircraft as quickly as you'd like. So uh, the particular ones that we fly new from the factory are about $3.7 million. Um, Just a drop in the bucket for you, Sean. You know, and you can get a nice used one for $1.8, 2000000 million, something in that range. Um, and... You know, aircraft are unique, though. They're not like cars. They, uh, they, they fly forever, and you're constantly replacing the parts on them. So okay. literally, you could get in an airframe that's from 1981, and, but it's got a brand-new engine, and it's, 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 it's a new aircraft. You wouldn't even know right. it. So, um, so we, uh, we have a very particular aircraft and very particular process that enables us to get six passengers in the aircraft and do what we do and be efficient. So... Um, my real thing, I think, that drove everything I've done is efficiency. You know, it was inefficient for me to be sitting in a car for three hours. Yeah. It just drove me nuts. And, uh, and as a trader, as a commodity trader before, you made money by being efficient, by finding right. the edge, by yeah. being, you know, better than everyone else. And then, uh, and then now in running the business with aircraft, if you're not efficient with every second it's running, you will lose money so fast of course. because the aircraft doesn't care. It costs money when it's running, whether there's people in it or not. Yeah. Or, so it, it's been a very big uh, exercise in efficiency. So that's really what it's all about every day for us. Awesome. Um, and on that topic, any advice for somebody, maybe not trying to open a helicopter experience yeah. business, because I don't know if anybody else is going to go yeah. through. I would advise that. you not to do it because your life <laughs> yeah. will be ruined. So, uh, we are the only licensed helicopter tour and transportation company in Chicago. Um, there are some people, uh, there's one other company that, that just does the tours part, which is a lower threshold of regulation from the FAA. They can't do charters, fly people places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in, in the grand scheme of things, we are uh, the the helicopter company for the city of Chicago. So those of you whose family members come in and you do the architecture tour and you've done it two, three times and it's boring to you now, yes. book a helicopter yeah. through these guys. That's or what I'm going to do anytime somebody comes We have through. a bundled ticket with Shoreline. They're a great partner of ours. Yeah. So for what we do is the same price as our retail night tour, 178 You can take the Shoreline boat cruise and our helicopter tour. That's so cool. it's really uh, yeah really cool package that uh, we sell a lot of right now. Uh, so we call it our our you know you get to see the city from within it mm-hmm. on the river right and then fly above it. It's a really cool experience. So right. when you get on the helicopter, how long are you on there for? The flight itself is about fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. Um, the experience the whole process is about an hour. Put you through. Uh, oh. pre-flight briefing we have a customer experience center that has sort of a history of the city it has a flight simulator it has uh, it's an experience in itself just going through that process then we get you prepped for the flight loaded on the aircraft the flight itself um, so the whole thing's about an hour very very cool um I think I'm going to bring in Jamie Z since it's, it is a round table and she's, she's <laughs> chomping at the bits here. Um, I only have like 17 questions about this helicopter. This thing. is so cool. I think we could do four <laughs> hours about helicopters. I mean, are all these rates on your website? They are. And what is and your website? Our website is chicagohelicopterexperience.com. 
Um, we I'm excited that we are launching a new website okay. on Monday, which has consumed my life for quite some oh, time yeah, here. That's a lot. Uh, but that's a, a big accomplishment because it's quite savvy this new website. And we I also in this whole process built and developed our own software that uh, does all of the scheduling, weight and balance, center of gravity work to build flights. Wow. Uh, sounds kind of technical, but basically what that means is we're the only company in the world that you can go online and book your flight just like you would for Southwest or United or anything, and it's and it's done. You get your boarding pass and your flight set, and you show up and fly. Everywhere else, you basically request, hey, here's how many people, and I'd like to fly around three on Friday, and then someone calls you back, and they got to find four other people to fill the flight, and then they got to run the weight and balance manually and make sure it works, and it's this whole process. And so a lot of what I did at the very beginning was flying with everyone else and finding the inefficiencies. You know, everyone was doing it by hand, and so we built the software, and that's a huge edge. John's pointing at me. John, I didn't. Um, so if I only have three people and I want to go in the helicopter, you can do that. Like, will you team me with other people? We do. You can put uh, up to six, right? But if there's less, we will group other people in the aircraft. Cool. The weight. So I got a funny story. When I was, I took my sister to Belize one time. And uh, my dad and I had to deliver her to the study abroad program because my mom didn't trust that it was safe for her. She was in the middle of nowhere, Belize. And we took like a three and a half hour lack of air conditioned bus ride all the way through the countryside of Belize. It was like 200 degrees out. So we were like, well, we want to fly back. So we called this little airport and it was like ring, ring, ring. The guy's like, hello. And I'm like, hi, is this an airport? He goes, yeah, airport. And I was like, "Uh, do you guys fly from San Ignacio to Belize city? He goes, yeah. And, um, He's like, uh, how much you weigh? And I was like, I'd never flown on a little plane. I'm like, I don't know, 170 pounds. He goes, how much your dad weigh? I'm like, dad, how much do you weigh? He looks at me, he's like, what? And I'm like, he's like, 200 pounds? He's like, how much your luggage weigh? And I'm like, you know what? We'll take the bus. <laughs> this is like, so we'll, we'll take the bus. right so now. Weight is critical. It's it huge. is a huge factor in what we do, which is why the software is so important. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, when you go and you book with us, you do have to put in your name and your weight. And then the software essentially takes the other people and their weights and groups people together in a way that it's a safe flight Flight. and that the weight is balanced evenly in the aircraft and assigns them seats and then sends boarding passes out and creates flight manifest for my pilots and it's all on tablets and the pilot actually has it in the aircraft and sees who's in what seat and the weight and the fuel load is calculated and uh it, it, it's a pretty powerful software that we built. And in doing so, another thing that just kind of happened, now some of the largest helicopter companies in the world want to license it from us to use it. I was about to ask you that. Oh, it, is, it is our edge. So I don't know that, you know, you do that I want to do that just yet. But it's it's really cool. I'm pretty proud of it. And, and it's one of those things that I could have never imagined what it is today when I started. But as we just kept doing things and coming across problems, we're like, well, it probably could do that for us. Well, if we color code it, then you'll just know when you look. Well, if we assign, you know, and over time, it's just become this beast that runs the whole company. So kudos to you, man. I mean, to come up with the idea of doing a helicopter tour company in Chicago, going through uh, six, seven years of uh, red tape, hoops, finally getting to a point where this is, uh, I'm sure it was fun for you, but getting to the point that now you can focus on the business, doing the software side of it. You're an innovator. So this is super cool. Um, I, I can't, John, I can't wait. John won't go with me alone. I was like, John, do you want to go on this helicopter tour? He's like, I'm not going with you alone. So we'll, now we know there's six people. There'll be other people yeah. on there. I want to go. People. We'll be okay. Yeah. You can do a private flight, finish answering your question. Yeah. If you want the aircraft all to yourself, like a lot of our proposals is obviously just the the, two, the couple. So you can do a private flight. It's a bit more expensive. Uh, you're basically buying all the seats. Yeah. Um, but it, we absolutely do private flights. Otherwise, we'll group six different people together. It's usually couples, cool. right? Yeah. Two, two, and two yeah. into, into the aircraft, and they go on a tour. And it's actually one of the things that I like most about our product is I feel like today we're the most disconnected, connected people ever, right? Yeah. Like you stare at your phone, but to like talk to a person in person is weird, awkward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so when you go on the flight, we kind of make light of that in a sense. We go, okay, you're all going to be squished together in this helicopter. Like get to know each other, talk, be friends. be friends and, and promote that. And a lot of people do come back and comment about how it was a fun experience because of the other people and, 
being in there and communicating and just being real and yeah. in the moment for once. Yeah. So we, we really promote that. I, I love it. Um, all of you guys watching, go book an experience. This is yeah. super, super cool. And I think realtors, give them as closing gifts. I know we had spoken off air a yeah. little bit about this. I'm going to start to integrate this into a closing gift because if you're moving to Chicago or your client's moving to Chicago, what a cool way to introduce them to Chicago um, you know, by helicopter, helicopter experience. Well, and the time is uh, right now a unique opportunity with Father's Day on Sunday. Yeah. So we're running a big That's special right. right now, 199 for two people cool. uh, for, for Father's Day. So it's on our website and our social and, and all of that. But it's the best deal we've ever ran. So trying to uh, get fathers out there to, to get a pretty cool gift this year and come fly with us. That is super cool and perfect timing for everybody who probably has not got a Father's Day gift. For no, their I haven't yeah. either. <laughs> yeah. So, and we're a great last minute gift. You just go online, put your credit card in, and then it's a gift certificate you can just give. You can use it whenever or you can fly Sunday if you want. That's so cool. So. Jamie Z, we're bringing you back on. Jamie Hello. was a guest of ours a little while back. We had. I some think it was on the first episode. Yeah, yeah, we did. We weren't able to run it live, yeah. and we're like, we got to have her back on because you have more energy than anybody that I've ever met. I try in my entire life. <laughs> ah, um, funny. So tell everybody who didn't get to see your first show what exactly you do at ECS. So um, I do business development for my company. I started in marketing, moved over to business development. So this is funny that we're talking about um, kind of thinking about your business and whatnot. So I was thinking, like, do you guys have like a salesperson or a business development person? We do. We have uh, we have a couple different worlds. I got a business development person in the tourism world, okay. which is its own sort of beast, in the, the groups and events world, which is a different kind of yeah. animal, and then in the charter world. They're very different clients, very different yeah. worlds different to audiences. sell in different audiences. So we have those kind of buckets that different people drive. Because people like me in my role, um, like I'll have to plan client events. So yep. when we were talking earlier, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to host an event at your facility. And now that you're talking about that, you have like a little simulator, whatever thing. Um, that all yeah, sounds fun. like fun. Yes. And then you could see the helicopters. Yes. And a lot of clients that come in and utilize us now, which is another thing that's just happened organically. They're looking for a way to get in front of whoever they want to speak to. And sometimes it's hard nowadays. There's yep. lots of competing things to grab someone's attention. So many events. And they've learned that when they say, hey, show up and you get to go on a helicopter ride, people show up. Yeah. Yep. Um, we've, I can't tell you how many people came in and said, we have never had this turnout ever. You know, because you get invited to a helicopter event, everyone shows up. So true. And they'll, you know, we stage it in a way they present their product or whatever the message they're trying to get to their clients and everyone goes on a tour and it's fun. Have you guys ever dealt with the Autobahn Country Club in Joliet? No, we, what so I heard is do. awesome. Yeah, it, you do? Yeah, we've flown there Fl several times and uh, they do cool events there yeah. too and we work with some partners that use the track like Extreme Experience. Yeah, Extreme Experience is down uh, there. Good, 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 very good friends with, with those guys and, and Adam, the owner, and done some cool stuff with them. So Cool. Yeah, we're always trying to work with the coolest. I, I was I was trying yeah. to think like I just thought about that. I'm like, this That's would where go you perfect. Can drive a race car, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the Autobahn Country Club is a country club for people to race cars. They have a bunch of different track configurations, a north, a south, a full. They have a go kart track. They're building real estate there now too, which is really really cool. Yeah, I think my boyfriend's old boss has like a house there with his cars. Yeah, you can in there. be like yeah. Garage Mahal's. Yeah, yeah. Garage Mahal's. Yeah. Garage Mahal's exactly. are ridiculous yeah. there. There's some cool. there's some million and a half dollar garages, not including the cars, but they just put a million yeah. and a half in the garages. So it's a pretty cool spot. It is a unique place. So that's another example of just something cool and different that we try to to put uh, some sort of service around. Yeah, I mean, I feel like on the charter side of things, where you're doing big events, I mean. Birds of a feather flock together. The the super wealthy people who might go to something like that would yeah. really love flying in in a helicopter. We were talking a little bit off air, Jamie, about networking, and you are like the queen of networking. You were saying your, your yeah, calendar's kind full. Of, uh, that's kind of my thing. I actually have two events tonight. Um, so I'm involved in a lot of different organizations and kind of what you are going along. Um, I go to networking events where I think my clients might hang out. Um, it's hard to get in front of people. You yeah. Cold calling is the worst. Who likes that? I hate it. Um, so a lot of times I'll check out events um, and I'll ask if I can see the guest list of people who are attending. And you can kind of see who's going to be in the room and then stalk them when you get there. 
So with the events, how, how do you learn an event exists? Just are, Is it organizations you're a member of or random stuff? Both. Um, there's different like newsletters and e-blasts that I get. And a lot of times I'll join ones and they might have like an events calendar. So then I get notifications. Oh, cool. I mean, I get so many random like newsletters and I just put all the events on my calendar. And then like when the time comes to sign up, I pick like the cool ones or the fun ones or the different ones. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm involved in a bunch of different organizations. Earlier we were talking about the um, WCA, West Central Association. It's basically the Chamber of Commerce for the West Loop. Um, everyone knows the West Loop is booming from a real estate um, development standpoint. Developers are my main, um, someone who wants to build some sort of building is my main client. Sure. Um, well, my company used your services. I know. So, so that was yeah. so funny that you said that. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to tell them that. Yeah. It's a small world. It's a How tiny did you world. find ECS? Just someone randomly uh, referred I them? have a fantastic construction manager who has managed to figure out all the loopholes and pitfalls of trying to build an airport in the city. And he highly recommended ECS. And so that's who we went with. Yeah. Because like, to get like total nerdy stuff, engineering stuff, but an NFR letter. No further action because yeah. a lot of the sites that yeah. are available right now in the city are contaminated really bad. Yep. Um, so you have to find loopholes to be able to build on them yep. and not cost a lot of money. You guys probably had to do the storage tanks for fuel, right? So that was yeah. To we be had fuel uh, we had both sides of the spectrum. We had the land that to clear it with so that it, <clears throat> it didn't have environmental issues, right? Uh-huh. And uh, so that was a process, and then. On the other side of it, we were doing some things that pose potential environmental issues and right. to come up with uh, spill plans, containment and removal and a lot of procedures and policies we had to have in place in order to get approved. So it, it was uh, there was a lot. I, I had to learn a lot of things. Yeah. What's the furthest you can fly a helicopter? Uh, well, or so the, furthest the, range, you've flown. the range on our aircraft with full fuel is about 300 miles. Pretty so far. that's oh. like going to Green Bay or St. Louis or Indianapolis, Detroit, uh, just some perspective there, Springfield. Um, but what we don't typically quote out a flight over 125 miles, um, because once you get beyond that, it's much more cost effective, much more efficient to take an airplane. airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be a lot cheaper and a lot faster. You had mentioned landing or going to O'Hare, taking your helicopter to O'Hare. Yeah. They allow you to land at O'Hare? So I went and, uh, and and it took quite some time, but got a letter of agreement with O'Hare now. So our company can fly people into O'Hare and land there and drop them off for their commercial flights. Um, and it's, it's pretty cool. We're actually That's starting cool. to get more and more of it. Um, my goal in time and growth of aircraft is to be able to offer shuttles to O'Hare on a daily basis for about $80 a person. Oh my oh, God. That would be that's crazy. Like an Uber. I would, it's, it's seven minutes versus an hour and a half. Oh, I would drive M-G. to the city in traffic just to sit in the <laughs> helicopter and yeah. fly myself to O'Hare. So we're, right now I'm putting together shuttles to the North shore, uh, to the city from the West suburbs. Wait, to where city. to the North shore? Uh, Wheeling? Lake forest. Okay. Uh, area. Um, no, from a, from a helipad. Pad. Um, and we have a lot of cool things coming up that, uh, in particular it'll benefit, but ultimately the end goal is to have daily shuttles to basically during high traffic times, rush hour, right to and from the city from a few key points. So you could get in your car, you know, drive 10 minutes over to the helipad, park your car, jump in the helicopter and be downtown in 10 minutes, do your meeting, go to your board meeting, go to lunch, go to the bulls game, go to whatever you're doing and then and head catch a shuttle back up um or you know the, the practical application is i got to get down for something at six well good luck yeah you yeah. know use us to get down at six take an uber back at 10 at night when yeah you know, there's no so we're we're working towards that but near term we have uh lalapalooza coming up so we'll be running shuttles down for lala we have uh goo goo dolls is performing at a concert out at aaron moore farms in oswego illinois it's a polo farm like you know horse competition polo playing um so we're running shuttles from downtown you land right next to the stage at the concert venue it's really cool vip ticket all inclusive i don't Uh, even listen to goo goo dolls but i might i know it's it's the experience it's five hundred dollars per person and includes your vip ticket all you can eat all you can drink helicopter ride there and back and it's really pretty cool. And we're hoping to expand upon this concert series to some other big names in the future with this partnership. So that what about Summerfest? 
Summerfest. We can go up to Milwaukee. We do that often. Um, and it's coming up. Uh, that is coming up. That's another example. So country thunder, you know, efficiency oh. and the whole anything that's tours is where you make money because aircraft's full all the yeah. time and constantly flying paying customers. Yeah. So the shuttle routes is really where I want to get, you know, that company headed towards. So shuttles to O'Hare, the North Shore, where there's grouping several people together and you're moving them back and forth. Think of like Uber pool. Yeah. But like for how yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So for me or any business owner you have to figure out what your hour is worth. So, you know, you totally. make a certain amount of money, you figure out what your hour is worth. I sit in traffic for two and a half hours a day. Yeah. If I can dump that down to 15 minutes a day, then I've saved two hours worth of my time. And so long as that two hours yeah, the is made up, yeah. it's perfect. For, yeah. Set aside the cool factor. It is very cool <laughs> yeah. to just fly places, yeah. but that's and amazing. It's, uh, yeah, and it's coming. So we, we got a lot of interest. We will, uh, a lot of other things in the pipeline. So, you know, my time now is more spent on developing the next places we can land yeah, and, and then just getting people in the door to fly, you know. So uh, in time, our goal is to have a network of access points, essentially, and to develop shuttle routes through at key times that make sense. And with our technology, we're able to, uh, in the exact same way as Uber, just go on your phone and grab a seat and you're on your flight. So cool. I... Uh I'm going to go learn how to fly a helicopter yeah. so that I can come be a pilot in my in my off time. I'm sure becoming a helicopter licensed helicopter pilot's probably really difficult to do. It's uh, a lot of hours. It take it took me 8 months. Like anything else in life, the amount of time and energy right. you can put at it is will dictate how long it takes. Um and getting your license isn't necessarily the challenge getting the flight time and experience to be hired for a Yeah a real job, if you will, yeah. is, is a bigger challenge. So a uh, little snippet that people I never realized either, when you go get your pilot's license, whether it's fixed wing or helicopter, your instructor is someone who just got his license the week before. Whoa. So no you're way. being taught by a 200-hour inexperienced pilot. Someone what? who just went through the uh, process. Because that's how he gets his hours. He can't afford oh. to go fly for a thousand hours. No one's going to hire him with two hundred hours. To you know, we fire fifteen hundred hour or more right. pilots. So how do you go from two hundred hours where you got your commercial pilot's license to fifteen hundred hours? Well, you got to go find someone that's yep. willing to pay you to fly. Who's that? That's me. That needs to take lessons. Holy shit! So I did you do this? That. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't have to. Fortunately, because you had yeah, your own. But <laughs> that's how that's how it works in the US and in Europe it's the exact opposite the highest paid job is flight instruction wow. and in the US wow. uh, the entry level job that just gets you your hour your time building they call it build your hours yeah. so you can go out to the market yeah. and, and have a better resume you do flight instruction for a thousand hours boy and, are we negligent almost kill yourself yeah. and and uh and that's how you get your experience, and then you go get a job. So we are so negligent God, in the I'm U.S. I'm going to Greece next month. I'm like, wow, why didn't I do it? And that was shocking to me. You know, you're walking in, you're thinking, oh, I can have this gray-haired guy that's been flying for 20 years, and you teach me how to fly. And you're like, you're five years younger than me. Like, what, what's going on here? Uh, and that that's the way it is. Crazy. I mean, so, I, yeah, I've been super insane. fortunate because of my business that I've been exposed to some of the most experienced, amazing pilots out there, and. And, uh, and then in doing so, all of my team, everyone that flies for me gets exposed to different people and, but it's an interesting world. It's, it's, you have to be a lot of word of mouth, right? For a lot of people that are coming in for like the charter specialty. It is a lot of word of mouth to this point. And that's where now I'm trying to, um, shift, shift, raise awareness, Uh which is a big effort, expensive effort. And in doing so drive more people through the door. So I always tell my team right now, you know, if I walked out your doors and walked down the street and asked a hundred people, I'd be shocked if five people knew who we were, you know, like we need to flip that 95 people need to know who we are and, and five don't. Yeah. yeah. So that's the mission Great. now. I definitely Great think plan. you should be targeting the real estate industry. I mean, I, I, mean, I think for, for us, I mean, he is, we spoke about it a little yeah. bit off the air. He is definitely targeting it for us. Um, I know my business partner, Jeff was watching along this. He, it says he is watching. So what's up, Jeff? Um, See, I have a shout out. It's not cool like yours, a birthday or a, yeah, he's watching. Um, I think this will be so cool for real estate. And I also think what he said, if, if that shuttle service can take off, there are so many people who are business owners that 
commute from different areas. That's what that I'm saying. Minutes is like insane. you are like, oh, come to my event. I I work out in the burbs or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I can't get out there. Guess what? We're gonna meet here. Get on the helicopter. Fly to Milwaukee bus. Right. And then come back. Yeah. Well, I think about it for myself, again, particularly in the North Shore, as I'm working on the approvals of these sites, I have to go there all the time, yep. which is miserable yeah, to drive there and hate car. it. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, uh, there's got to be more people like me that would pay, yeah. you know, a hundred bucks to get downtown in 10 minutes for whatever they got to do. I'm going to screenshot so. you so many of my photos that said, I wish I had a helicopter. <laughs> I wish I had a helicopter on I Facebook. I have a serious, serious issue. I mean, you ask my assistant or anyone that works for me, they... I literally have standing rules. I don't go anywhere before 10 a.m. or after 3.30, period. Yeah. I don't take <laughs> meetings away from the heliport. I don't agree to any commitments around rush hour. Like, people that know me won't drive with me. Like, yeah. like I can't handle it. To me, it just Such seems a waste so of time. inefficient. Such a waste of time. And I can be doing so many things. Yeah. So I, I really try to, to avoid it. And now I'm trying to build a network that you don't have to. That you right. can still get up to the North Shore at six o'clock and you don't have to plan your whole day around it. Yeah. You know, I find myself doing that now because yep. when I was in, lived in Streeterville and I was 10 minutes away from the office, I didn't care when meetings were. I right. won't do office meetings before 10 a.m. Yeah. Same thing. You because can't. If I want to get there at nine, I got to leave at seven. But if I want to get there at 10, I leave at 9 15. So yeah. it, it's crazy. Now, driving back, being in real estate, sometimes I'm just stuck in traffic. But you're right. There's so many people who probably. You know, they, they have to be there it. at nine o'clock, yeah. you know, and they don't have a choice yeah. and they're probably paid a handsome sum of money, but they're like, shit, I got to be there at nine o'clock and sure enough, drive starts at six 30. Like you so, said, it's all just a value proposition. It's not going to be for everyone, but if your the time value is yeah. there for you, you know, and there's that aspect of it. I also think there's a big, big reach just in more of the experience side. Yeah, hey, so uh, cool. Four of us are going to the Hawks game. Like how let's take a helicopter down. It's just cool. Yeah, it's very doesn't really yeah. matter about time necessarily. It's just the experience of doing it. Um, you know, we have a dinner flight package where we pick up six people from anywhere within 40 miles of the city. Uh, so if it could be your yard, if it's big enough or a, lo a local golf course oh, or this. an airport, if it's close, whatever. And we fly you downtown, you land at the heliport, you take black car service over to Chicago Cut, you have a four-course meal, it's it's oh. all set, $2,400 for the six of you. Um, and so- 2400 each or total? Total, total. Yeah, so super affordable, relatively That's speaking. That's not bad at all. And like so those are like experiences we're trying to create and, and get out so that, uh, A, people are basically demoing a charter, yeah. right? They're flying down to the city in 10 minutes going, whoa, that was easy. And, and then having a great experience and hopefully in their mind they go, wow, I should take some clients to do this, right? Uh, you know, so that's the idea. Sean, if you're still watching, Saturday this we're taking so a helicopter, cool. but it's landing in my backyard, not yours. Yeah. Your yard's too small, so it's landing in mine. So do you have to call like the local golf course and be like, hey, we're going to land at your thing at this we, time? We, generally speaking, have a, a agreement now with every you know, country club, golf course. If we don't, yeah, it's a phone call yeah. to the GM. Hey, is what about Bolingbroke? Land? Uh, Bolingbrook, I think we do. My boyfriend lives in Naperville. That's why. Yeah. Bolingbrook has an airport too. I think that's like too. the closest. So biggest. they have a little that's airport right. they have a little there. Airport. Um, and yeah. And, but that's the thing. And, and that's the challenge now is how, how does everyone know that's an option? Right. Man, should I take my friends to the Cubs game or this or that? Or yeah. my family's in town. Yeah. Um, and trying to make it accessible, you know, uh, to put it in perspective, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that Chicago doesn't have any other helicopters, A, because then no one knows how much better we are than the whole world. And, yeah. But then B, our price comparison, there isn't anyone to compare against. So right. we're the lowest price per minute helicopter company in the world. Wow. Um, you know, but that's because I own the land, I own the fuel, we own the aircraft, it's all my employees. There's no third party. It's my airport. So there's no landing fees. There's no passenger fees. There's no fuel surcharge. There's this no airport fees. So I cut out all the fat. So cool. So um, so that enables us to offer a really affordable price, relatively speaking, to other markets. So our same tour in New York is about $298 a person. It's $158 here in Chicago. Wow. Um, but they have to pay fees to the heliport they land at and per passenger yep. fee and fuel surcharge. And they pay $8 a gallon for fuel. I have my own fuel tanks at two fifty a gallon. So that was all part of the business planning, though. You know, Genius. recognizing this and saying, okay, well, if I don't control the fuel and this and that, I, I can't get the margins to where it makes sense to do it. Yeah. So it's sort of all or nothing. I either get the heliport approved and the fuel, and if I can't, then it's not worth building this helicopter company. Crazy. So, um, 
it was you went through so many bigger tougher steps and had to create you had so many more roadblocks but it feels like what you've built now has longevity to it whereas what you said in new york might have some longevity but the margins are small so any shift could really hurt it was uh you know i i see this a lot now that and uh, whether it's our own employees, people were interviewing for jobs to other business owners. I was still am. I mean, my I won't get a penny. I mean, I don't get a paycheck like for probably till year ten. Yeah, so this like is me. a super long term yeah. investment and time commitment. Um, but then the payoff is is larger than a- any other use of my time I could imagine. Of course. Um, and that's something that I don't think anyone looks at nowadays. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, they they want what t- tomorrow, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like okay, yeah, you could stay where you're at and make more tomorrow. You could come here in two years, make six times what you make there, but well, but tomorrow, and yeah. it's like uh, you yeah. know, no that's that's not the way that like I've approached it. You know, if if someone said, hey, you know, if you kill yourself for ten years, you could probably make some money. Most people are like that's goofy. No, why would I do I that? Mean, well, you've probably done the same thing. Yeah, it sounds like you started some businesses and you know that. Yeah, uh, that I mean. Bat, that path you got to take until you reach that tipping point where it starts to pay off. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, people think. I mean, my business partner at Main Street and I, we don't take income really. We everything is reinvested back. I, I work other jobs. I have my law firm and other things, and that too for six, seven years, I was making almost no money. Yeah. Um, but we just keep reinvesting back. And you're right. Most people want their satisfaction tomorrow yeah. they don't realize that you but you got a buzz butt for a decade i'm a decade into this yeah. now and and that's okay I, I tell people all the time yeah. i say decide who you are it's not for everyone yeah I tell people all the time like it's not for everyone you may be happier and better off having your task to do every day yeah. and do it really well and be proud of it and go go do your job or you may want to run all the tasks and the whole team doing it and be willing to make sure everyone else gets their paycheck and everything else gets handled and you're last on all fronts. Yeah. You know, and and so that's been an interesting thing too. A lot of people will say like, well, you're the boss. So, you know, why do you have to go to work center? You're the boss. And it's like, okay. Uh, you, you really don't get it, do you? I so, work all day, every, every day, day yeah. nonstop. So. Wait, so does Trevor have a girlfriend? I want to know. I, uh... I, I want to know how poor guy is put on the spot here. I, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't have a lot of time. To your point, and, <laughs> and it's been. Uh, you have a girl that's a friend or a girlfriend. I have. Oh my god, John! Uh, we're gonna, friend that's a girl. Next week when I'm not here, you oh, should just have her questioning. Yeah. But no, it is. That's part of the sacrifice, though. For real. I mean, it's it's all of my friends are married. Some have kids. They all have houses and lives. Like I don't have any of that. I think I. So I told somebody the other day. I think the only thing I own is my couch and my bed like I have nothing but I don't you know I don't I have 52 employees and I have and you got a else. lot of helicopters that's, that's my children and <laughs> yeah. wife and yeah. my life you know so that's a choice and eventually I'll get to the other stuff but it's it's hard and it's not fair is more the situation so there's certainly people that that uh, would be great uh, partners or girlfriends but I don't I can't I, right now the company's everything and I wouldn't be fair to <laughs> date someone. So, well, and he's got helicopters. He yeah. looks like Christian Grace. So. Yeah, he, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't have Christian to have a girlfriend. Gray. Um, Jamie, before we uh, got, and uh, we're like, John's waving at me. Like we're out of time. Cause we're at an hour again. We could have done this for two, three I know. hours. You're like, the, this whole it's fascinating. Is just so fascinating. So crazy. Well, I'll have to come back. You guys have to come out maybe. Yeah. Do for a no, we'll, million. Yeah, percent yeah, I would out. love to do an event. Yes. So we should definitely talk or you can put me in touch. With I will absolutely do that. that. Cause I think I, that would be uh, so fun. There's a lot to talk. There's a lot of angles, but it's been, uh, it's, it's always the one thing I always tell people is like, I'm very grateful that I'm not just like sitting at a desk. Like I literally don't know on any given day what I'm going to have to deal with, what's going to pop yep. up, yeah. you know? And there's a part of that that is like, uh, challenging in the sense that it's unstable, but there's also a part of it that I'm like, well, thank God. Like, if I knew exactly what I was going to do every day, all day, I would go crazy. I, I'm exactly so, that same way. So, like, I, there's, it's a good balance, I think. Well, thank you for coming on. Kudos to you. The concept, the business, your struggle, it's all fascinating, amazing. I cannot wait for the shuttle. I am 100% a customer. <laughs> well, I'll I come am back 100% on to announce it. 100% a customer of this Chicago cut thing. Yeah. Um, Yes. And uh, definitely going to do this on the real estate side. I cool. it's super cool. And for everybody else listening, you guys got to check this out. Check out the new website on Monday. 
Yes. Buy I some mean, the website's up gifts. now. You can go, and the okay, Father's cool. Day gift certificates are there. And uh, if anyone listening, a simple email to info at chetours.com. Okay. C-H-E, like Chicago Helicopter Experience, chetours.com. So info at chetours.com for anything. Any info, tour, group, cool. charter, uh, dinner package, and my team will, will get back to you. That is so cool. Jamie, we're going to have to have you back on again. I mean, I, I think you got excited about the helicopter. I did, because I want to do was it. super cool. Um, next week, guys, I am going to be hopefully coming to you guys from the magic of Skype because I'm going to be in Virginia racing on Wednesday oh, or at cool. least testing on Wednesday. So this will be the first time we're actually going to do a me somewhere else. I think we're going to have good old Ryan Cotter starting off the show. I will hopefully have some really good famous race car drivers there to talk to people too. Um, I'll give you guys a tour of what goes on at a racetrack if we can get the video and audio to work. So bear with, bear with us next week. John and I have been playing with Skype and playing with being in two locations. So hopefully that works next Wednesday at three o'clock again. Thanks for, uh, thanks for watching. And, uh, this was one of the coolest shows we've done. John It's number 10. Number 10. Double right. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Bye. In three, two, one.